shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for Bible Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 1 chapter 1 from verse 1 um, it says Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus um, so that, the first statement says Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and he, I was right he was writing to the saints which are at Ephesus so he was writing to Christians and not just those who are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. So it wasn't just the Christians in Ephesians, but it was Christians all around the world, every believer. That was who Paul, who Paul was writing to. And if he was called to be an apostle by the will of God, it means that these Ephesians, this is writings, are the will of God. Not so. It means that his writings are the will of God. So it means that from his writings, what can you what can you access? The will of God. Because he was called an apostle by the will of God to the people, to the believers. So he was an apostle not just to the Ephesian church in this case, but to all Christians, all the faithful in Christ Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. So, are you beginning to see that these scriptures, these holy scriptures, are the will of God to you? So, it means that what the, what the scriptures contain, the consistence of the, the scriptures, amen? Let me just use that word. Even though some of them are unbelievable, am I communicating? Even though some of them are far, far fetched, you can't, really, uh, you can't really imagine them, you can't really touch them yet. You can't you can really understand them yet. But who are they for? They are for you. Amen. Amen. All, all that is written, that is contained in these scriptures, both Old Testament and New Testament, is for who? Is for you. Amen. Amen. And when I mean Old Testament now, actually Old Testament is broken into two. In the Old Testament, there is... These are uh, Genesis. Am I communicating? And Genesis was before Moses. So Genesis is like another phase of the Genesis is not really the Old Testament per se. Do you get me? Because the law came through who? Moses, not Abraham, not Noah. So Noah, what did they live by? <laughs> they didn't live by, they were not under the law. Am I communicating? Abraham was not under the law. They, they lived by faith. Those were, those were the testimony they were giving concerning them in Hebrews chapter 12. Amen? Amen. So, you see, this, all these scriptures, all these holy scriptures are what? Are for us. Are blessings for us. Amen. 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 And so, just understanding that alone, then seeing the next verses that Paul began to speak about, is mind-blowing. Amen. 
Verse 2 says, Grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Then verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Now, it didn't just say who has blessed you with physical blessings. They can say all spiritual. So it means that the intent, the will of God, is that you be blessed with what? Spiritual blessings. Amen. Have you ever wondered why is it that Christians are not the Bill Gates of the world? You get it. But God can bless Christians. God does it. But Christians are never damn Juma. Oh, sorry, Dangote. I mean, you know, Dangote is the richest man in Africa, they say. You get me? Christians are not Bill Gates. Christians are not Jeff Bezos. They are not Christians. But they are Christians who are millionaires. <laughs> who God blesses. You get me? But most times, sometimes when we are praying, we want to be. Again, we want to be that one. Why can't we be the ones that have that thing? But when you come and understand the will of God, the will of God is not that you have all the money in the world. The will of God is that you do well. You prosper even as your soul prospers. But not that you, you have more than you need. Amen. But the will of God is that you have all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. All of it. So, in, in uh, the will of God for you is that in the spirit, when they do spiritual currency, you should build the Bill Gates in the spirit. That's the will of God. Amen. Amen. Because actually, do you know who is the richest in the spirit? Is God. They first established that. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, when you really want to calculate riches, Am I communicating? When you really want to calculate wealth, if you check the bank account account of God in the spirit, it is immeasurable. Immeasurable. Amen. They can't even use, they can't even put a figure on it. They can't say it's worth 100 billion. No. <laughs> it's, beyond, it's beyond measure. The wealth of God. The reason being is that He's a creator. If the adventure is a wealth that did not exist in the spirit, God can make it. <laughs> Am I communicating? That's, that's, that's God's level. God's level is different. But he now says that everything that he has made, all things that he has made as riches, even in the Spirit, amen, they are for who? They are for you. And it is the will of God that you be blessed with all things. Amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So many times when we are not interested in spiritual blessings, we are, we are the ones we are doing our own soul. We are not doing God. It's not that you are forming for God. You are forming for yourself. Do you get me? Generally speaking. And that's how, if you check in the body today, there are many like that. We are, we are cheating ourselves. Satan has lied to us. There's a veil still upon our souls. There's a veil still upon our minds that we are cheating ourselves of spiritual all. All spiritual blessings were in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, hallelujah. I'll give you the story of Amazon. Jeff, who was his name again? Jeff Bezos. Amen? Do you know it was an idea? Just one idea. It's just an idea. You know, they don't actually produce anything. They don't make chair. They don't make cars. They don't make aeroplane. They don't make anything. 
Yes, hello, hello, yeah. Wow, okay now. But how do they make the money? An idea. Am I communicating? And I just want to hear me. I just want. To, I just want to show you that everything comes from the unseen realm. Every single thing. Praise the name of the Lord. Every single thing comes from what? The unseen realm. Amen. So what was Jeff Bezos was was in New York. He was working in Wall Street. That's where he got the idea from. He was, you know, he understood Wall Street, what was trading. Later on, he now began to realize in the early 90s when Amazon started. He realized that he realized that the world was going computerized. That's when all those Microsoft was coming out. All these new things, where everything, computers was taken everywhere. Then the idea now came that a time will come where people will no longer be going to the store to buy things. They can buy it on this computer. So do you know what he did? He quit his job. Him and his wife, they drove from New York. They actually drove. They didn't fly. <laughs> they drove to Seattle where they are based. Amen. Yeah, that's, I think that's the story. Because I'm trying to recall it based on what I read. They drove to Seattle and then they started Amazon. Amen. Because he had, he had insight based on where the market was going. That was going computerized. And that a time will come that people will be buying things offline, online. So they don't, they don't manufacture one thing. They don't manufacture glass. They don't manufacture water. They don't manufacture juice. They don't manufacture chair. They don't manufacture clothes. Nothing. But yet, who is the, is the richest man in the world? Why? Idea. Unseen idea. A knowledge that is not seen. Am I communicating? It says, for the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are unseen are what? Are eternal. Meaning they are spiritual. For the words that I speak to you, speak unto their spirit and their life. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So are you seeing the potency of spiritual blessings? When you have all spiritual blessings, it means that wisdom for living, you will have it eternally. You will never be stranded at any point in time. You may not any check your bank, you may not be you may not have six figure, you may not be a millionaire, but you are always on top. On top, on top. You are thriving in every time in life. Amen. Amen. Every season in life. Now, that billionaire who is a billionaire will still die one day. Huh? Amen. Amen. But because of what you have, you will never die. Wow. <laughs> yes. Are you seeing the difference? Yes, so, <laughs> huh? so the guy, who, no matter what he has amassed, he will still die one day. They don't believe in God. Jeff Bezos doesn't believe in God. Bill don't believe in God. Say, I'm not sure they let them be there. Just talking anyhow. It's money that scattered their head. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But you that believe in God and are also hearing those is wisdoms. Just as Jeff Bezos was studying and seeing where the trend was going upon the face of the earth. Amen. Amen. God can tell you the trend of the eternity because he has lived eternity past. <laughs> and where is it? In his word. In Christ Jesus. Am I communicating? So spiritual blessings Spiritual blessings, spiritual blessings are lasting blessings. Spiritual blessings are doses of blessings that passeth not away, that are incorruptible and fadeth not away. They are lasting. They are dependable. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. They are stretched out. They elongate life. They are life-giving. Am I communicating? Praise the name of the Lord. I just realized I haven't welcomed everybody yet. Uh, You're welcome. God bless you all for being here again. Uh, It's good to see you. Uh, Sister Shifra, Sister Blessing, you're welcome. God bless you, Onyi. Welcome back. How are you? It's good to see you. Uh, Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. It's good to see you. Chinuma, you're welcome. Uh, Chichi, God bless you. Uh, Jenny, you're welcome. Falakemi, you're welcome. God bless you all. And uh, the families are also at home. Uh, but uh, he has a meeting. So he will join us very shortly. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I also want to welcome my wife as well. God bless you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Elira is waiting for us. Ah, no, we are too small to welcome. We welcome you too. You're welcome. Uh, Aban, God bless you. You're welcome. Good to see you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. How's your week been? Your week? Your whole week been? Can we just a little bit? Before we often enter further into the scripture. Eh? I know, you know, like, you know how our schedule is set up that we do life feast every two weeks, right? That week that we don't have life feast seems like a very long week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it seems like a very long week. Uh, but, you know, uh, Holy Ghost, uh, initially, when they just do it every week, I get it where I was still, we're still discussing it. I was getting people's schedules, people's demands in life and everything. So we're like, okay, maybe not. So that's why we made it every other week. We didn't know COVID was coming. So when COVID came, I was not thinking, ah, maybe should we? But actually, it was God who was involved in it. I think Holy Ghost was just showing me. He wanted us to have some time so that people can go and maybe in a week time when they are on their own, some of these things, Holy Ghost can do some work. They get me that I cannot do. Uh-huh. The best thing I can do is talk. <laughs> so imagine me minus me minus Holy Ghost is waste of time, waste of language, waste of speech. <laughs> Amen. So we thank God for the Holy Ghost. Do you know He's actually the most important witness? Amen. In your life, without the Holy Ghost, there's no need for me to be here. The only reason I'm here is because Holy Ghost needs a second witness to make it easier. Amen. Am I communicating? That's Romans chapter ten. Say, how can they? Uh, if there is no preacher, how can they hear if there is no preacher? Huh? You know, that you're talking about salvation, there's pre- they needed for preaching for salvation. It's because you by yourself, there's a law in the spirit that where two or three are gathered, where there are two or three witnesses, the truth, the truth is established. That's the law in the spirit. Amen? So, check it. Minus me preaching some of these things to you. You will not be able to access it by yourself because you will not really trust whether it is God. You know, some of these things sound high. They need to be broken down. Otherwise, you would think it's blasphemy. Not so? <laughs> so this thing seems too high for the mind. But So you need somebody to break it down for you. To, to chewable parts. 
so that the thing can rest to show you that yeah, this by there are many things in the Bible. Oh, you don't know. Exclamation! <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know, but because maybe of course of darkened understanding, Holy Ghost has limited penetration. So when you are just on your own trying to do your Bible study, it will take you. It will be difficult. Amen. And you know, I share with you guys a lot. And last week, I shared the example of me when God was teaching me. Uh, I was trying for a whole summer. I was reading the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John about I desire mercy and you know, uh, say for I desire mercy and not sacrifices, not so to go and search and inquire into it. Like how, how long did it take me to unlock it? Yeah. One year. How long did it take you guys to unlock it? One message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you seeing the difference? Mm-hmm. That's that's the difference. That's the difference with the second witness. Because ordinary, I will not believe it if they just told me what it meant. Because it will mind blowing my mind. Why would God make that statement? I will not believe it. But when you really see the explanation, what knowledge is, you see Hosea, not just Hosea 6 6, but Hosea chapter 1 was the breaking down of why. The knowledge of God, knowing God, growing in God, the precious fruit of the earth, the husbandman waiting patiently, that that's what he wants. So you get me. So if somebody has waited so patiently for something and he gets it, what would, you know, what would a normal person say? Ah, this person has shown mercy. Because this is what I've been waiting for all my life. I have finally received it. Am I communicating? It's just an exclamation point about what God has been desiring that he has finally gotten it. Amen. Are you seeing the difference? That's the reason for preachers. But the first and foremost and most important witness is who? Is Holy Spirit. The preachers are to act as the second witness to balance, to confirm, to open your eyes more, to uh, make some more confirmations about things that Holy Ghost are ready, is already teaching you sometimes. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, it's the reason why in some messages you may not understand the full message, but you may understand some things. Pick those things. Don't let Satan deceive you. You know me sometimes you can be listening to a message and some things are for you and they are blessing you. Then maybe the person will say something you don't understand. And because of that, you now cancel the whole message. <laughs> so you don't cancel your whole blessing. <laughs> so the one you don't understand, leave it. Eh? Come and ask questions. And you get me? <laughs> if maybe we're wrong. Eventually, you know, I've been wrong here before. And I've corrected myself over time as the years have grown by. That's sincerity. You get me? I was, I ne- we never claimed to be perfect. We are being made perfect. So there are times there are some things that we've thought that we now realize that, ah, man, maybe it wasn't too balanced. So when we now have more light, that's okay, let's teach this faith better so that people will have more understanding. You get me? But if, for example, someone heard me say it and wasn't the perfect way, then people say, oh, man, these people are don't, you get me, and you just go, you just miss blessing because blessing is coming, flowing, spiritual blessing is raining down. And you can disconnect just because of one simple statement that was said out of ignorance, that was said out of maybe my own darkened understanding that has not been perfected. Am I communicating? Is it making sense? Amen. Amen. So we are going to gist a little bit because I want to find out what Holy Ghost is gisting you people in this past week. <laughs> Amen. So that we can all be blessed. Interactive life meeting today. Aha. Also, you want us to elaborate a little bit? Elaborate a little bit. Just uh, think about your week. You know, some of the studies you did, the study you've done. The part, it doesn't have to be this past week. Over the time, what Holy Ghost has been, has been mentioning here and here. And let's see if we can bless the house. Amen. And let's see if uh, we can take that and establish it even more. And bless the house. 
Um, I'm gonna start with Avan. Yes. Oh, praise God. Thank you for going first, guy. No, my daughter, but no, them. They are shy, they are coming, they are facing like this. They want to run it. Go ahead. I, I just thank God for Holy Ghost because He makes my life just so interesting and vibrant. And yes. Just amazing. Um, I'm going to go back two weeks a little bit. Yes, so okay. The word that was sent uh, last time through. Brother yes. I'm coming to you. I will restore your walk. Yes. And I was like, and I received that word, and I was like, so I was like, so filled with so much, just looking forward for the fulfillment of that word, right? Mm-hmm. Because the day before he spoke to me personally, saying that I will restore you. Okay. So then that was oh. the confirmation. I said, wow. Oh my gosh! But yes. then when I when I when I went back home. Then I started to ponder. I said, "Why did you say restore uh, my my walk? My walk. And even though since I met you, since we've been yes. <laughs> together, yes, yes, it's been a very rough path. Yes, it's not like we had the mingling that was so yes. deep, and now you're gonna bring it back again, right? Yes, yes. And then now he took me to the verse that says that he brings all things into remembrance, right? Yes. Then he said, "I've been waiting patiently." From the time yes. before the foundation of the earth. Wow. So that's why I'm bringing you the things I'm bringing to remembrance is that person who who was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So restoration goes back to the beginning. Yes, yes, how yes. I I met you like I made you to be, or I created yes. you to be, right? What I intended you to yes, be. Exactly. Yes, exactly. From the beginning. From right? the beginning. So he said the remembrance is going back all the way to the beginning. Yes, and yes. I was like, Wow. Um, oh, praise God. God. And then, so this week he's been teaching me about praise because he's, he's been talking praise. Just praise. That would okay. be yes. Just praise, right? Okay. And I struggle a little bit, right? Because I would do a little bit here. Yeah. And then he now, he spoke to me about four times. So the first time I was like, God, I feel like I'm, I'm not living up to what, to the commandment yes. you're telling me, right? Then he said, the point of the commandment is that it's not just so revelation that you could just hear, but it has to become now your nature yes. for you to get the next one. For you to get the next one. Yes. Yeah, so yes. I was like, what? Uh, like, you know, yes. I'm going to pray from 6 in the morning to 6 uh-huh. in the next morning. Yes. Right? It, it's like a ladder. It's steps. If yeah. you obey the first step, uh, they'll be ready for the next step. That's yeah. that's how some of these things work. Yeah. And what it's not as though that God, when you are not moving the next step, God has forgotten you. No. Mm-hmm. It just means that just keep hearing word. The word fattens you up to take the next step. Empowers you to take the next step. So praise God for that. Hallelujah. That was awesome. But did you guys catch something? It was just a summary. It was just a testimony of what I have said. You see, the day before, Holy Ghost told her, I'll restore. Not so. And then the day after, a preacher who has the Holy Ghost was confirming that thing. Now, what does that do to a soul? He establishes the word of what the Holy Ghost has done. Do you get me? You say, once have I, once have, twice have I heard. Once have you spoken, twice have I heard. Whenever things are, are heard twice, it's established. Am I communicating? For by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. It takes two. Amen? For establishing. So that's the reason. What would hasten the formation of Christ in a man is, first of all, the man has the Holy Ghost, most important witness, but the man be under a preacher of Christ, of the doctrine of Christ. Those two things is what we will take. Amen. Are we seeing that? Amen. Thank God for that. Thank you so much. Um, okay, we'll just go to the next person. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's my <laughs> 
Uh, okay, let's go to Oyin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll do Oyin and then Fee because Fee, you have a lot of story to gist us. <laughs> so be preparing yourself. <laughs> Alright, Oyin, go ahead. Okay. Scriptures, so everybody can see where you are. <laughs> I know is that not is that that's is is yeah. familiar stumble. We, we make a lot. Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah. I read the two verses. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. For whom He did for know, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Right? So I finally learned that it is not just for you to love God, it is his own purpose. It's not yes. His purpose. So even if you love God and you want him to give you a car and he didn't give you a car, it's because it's not his purpose yes. for you. It's yes. your own purpose. And yeah. he's not going to do his, your own purpose for you, he's going to do his own purpose. Hmm. And then the. For whom he did foreknow, so he knows us. Yes. He knows what we need. Mm-hmm. He already this Predestined. Christ image, mm-hmm. why he's first born among the brethren. So he, he did it. He's doing. When we say all things are together for good to them that love God, it's not for our own pleasure. It's not yes. For yes. Not what we get out of it. Yes. It's for what he has already predestined for us. Yes. So that's what. Praise God. Excellent. I want us to pick a lesson from that. That there is a correlation between loving God and doing His purpose. Yes. <laughs> you get me. For if you love me, what would you do? You obey my commands. Is the, is the action, you know, love is, you know, as faith. They say, show me your faith and I'll show you my faith by what I do. It's the same thing we love. The evidence of your love for God. Your love for God starts by you. Amen? Your love for, for God, the evidence that you love God is that you begin, to, you begin to do, as we talked last week, good, acceptable, and perfect will. So the first evidence that you love God, say you are born again, you don't have understanding. The first evidence that you love God is that you begin to serve. You begin to love the saints. 
you know, that, that passion. Yeah, remember when I joined choir? That was when people thought I joined choir for another purpose. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually out of love for God that I joined choir. You see how I used to dance then in the choir? Half the time, I'm barely with the mic, I'm dancing. They know me. They asked me and okay, they know me. It was just I was just there out of love, just that passion and drive and love. Just be that I'll not I'll forget the mic. I'll be that's <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. But then after I went, that thing we grow. The next level of love for God is that I can now sit down and hear who he is. Aha. <laughs> that's another level of love. And then the final level of love is that after you've started hearing who he is, he can now give you an instruction. And then you can do it. That's the last love. Amen. So what is the evidence that you love him? You love God. Is that you are called purpose. According to his purpose. They always go hand in hand. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So most times that's when you say. When people say. Ah oh, but it's a, it's a, all things work together. But then I love God. Be, you know, be careful. They get me. Because if are you pursuing your purpose. That's the reason why the things may not be working. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Chief, are you ready? Sure. Finn, are you ready? <laughs> Go ahead, Chief. Yes. And then Boaz means strength. Oh wow. Okay. Right? So I was like, hmm. oh, Might. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> so when, when Nina said that, and I was like, wow, this thing is so true. Yes. Right? So then, hmm. but then I did not really like 
I didn't really like see it yes. as much as this week. Okay. Right. And Praise then God. the last thing that you said that the guy used again is when you were, when you're talking about like you know um in Revelations um when you're talking about these things that they overcame him mm-hmm. going by the word of their testimony, right? And by the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. And they loved not their lives yeah. unto death. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I'll just go into this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay now. Okay, so um so this week I feel like this week was just hectic for me. Like, yeah. Some things were happening, right? And Holy Spirit will be telling me to do something. Yeah. Right? That does not really make sense for me. Okay. Or something that not that doesn't even really make sense to me, but something that I know if I do this thing, it will break me. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like it will like it will break my pride. Yes. Kind of yes. Thing, right? So and then that also goes back to when you were teaching about like being broken. Yes. And like having a contract um, yes, um, spirit, broken, broken heart, heart right? yeah. And he had that trembles. Yes, at his word. Kai. So, <laughs> so this spirit was asking me to do something, right? That I know that how can I do something like this, mm. right? That that is not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not right, <laughs> right? I was telling the spirit that that is not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is that, like, I was talking to Benny on the phone. Yeah. And Femi was around, right? Yeah. And I was not talking to Femi, I was talking to Bemi. Yeah. Femi dragged the phone and he just gave me an instruction. Oh. And I knew that it was the Holy Spirit that was giving him that instruction yes. to, to me. Yes. Right? Because the instruction was. Yes. <laughs> was not sweet. Okay, now. <laughs> it was tough. Right? And I literally told Femi that if I do this thing, I told Femi, I said, Femi, if I do this thing, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> I told him if I did this thing, I would die. Right? So it was later that I was thinking about it. I was like, Jesus Christ, I love my life unto death. Uh, at this point, because I literally said, if I do this thing, I would die. Yeah. And I know the death is not physical death. No, yes, but it's that me. Like, that yeah, not, me. not that some part of me would die if I yes, did this thing. Yes. Right? And the thing just like was just so strong in me in that thing that I'm. Like strong in myself. Yes, yes. Like I'm strong in myself, and I'm not trying to be strong in God. Uh, like that strength yes, is yes. not in myself. Yes. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like, like you have can, strength, yes, but it's not strength, in God. It's not, not in God. God. Yes, yes. Right. And it's so funny because, like, Jewish was not leading me to Proverbs 14, right? And in Proverbs 14, 14 they were talking about um, there's a way that seemeth right to a man but the end thereof is destruction destruction okay. right wow. and what's really okay. not about it was not like it's not even about what i'm telling you to mm. do in anything that i'm telling you to do if the part that you're going alone eh, is leading you to death, death. Okay. that's not that's not the part it doesn't even matter what you're doing even if you're drawing this curtain mm. and as you're drawing this curtain it's death mm-hmm. like, like you're leading, it's that's leading, leading you to, you to yes that's not my path Right, mm. it doesn't matter, it can be the littlest thing. Mm. So far as the end of it, eh? yes, is death. Let me just let me just pause. Uh, answer. You see, when when the Lord was teaching me that scripture is too, that's why I'm going to bring it up. It says there's a way that seemeth right unto what, unto man, but the end thereof is what is destruction. Mm. 
Do you know, um, I, I was a KC boy, I went to King's College, Lagos, in Nigeria. And when there was one year where in Lagos State, there was, I think they were, they, later they found out that it was an, an old military bunker. The bombs blew up. So every, the whole Lagos was shaking. The, the, King's College, we were feeling it in King's College. And then later, the next day, we now saw the news that some 700 people died. Not because of the bomb. The bomb was just in a bunker. Nobody died from the bomb. Yeah, Ikeja bomb blast. But what, what killed people was that everybody was running into a canal. So, you know, you see how that, that, that head mentality. Oh, everybody picking race. This is where everybody is going. No, no, you are running to your death. But because everybody is running there. You get me? So let us be running together. So that's, that's what happens to most men. They just this world, this mass of this world. It does everybody is what everybody is doing. We don't know anybody is running to a canal. They are there. So seven hundred people died needlessly. The bomb did not even touch anybody. The bomb was just, it just a, a sound that caused people to be running helter skelter and they ran to their death, to their graves. So that's how. So that God always brings that in remembrance whenever this scripture is there. That there's a way that symmetry right onto man. Everybody is going there. So he cement right. If he has worked for somebody, let me be following. Yeah. Don't know that person is quarter to die. Mm. <laughs> they get me. The person, imagine if you see somebody just before he falls into the canal, you say, Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But then two seconds later he falls into the canal. By then it's too late for you. You're already following him in there. Mm. So there's a way that cement right onto man. But the end of his destruction. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to finish up? Are you, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then- just some other verses in the Proverbs 14. I'll just read some, like just two more verses. Okay. And then verse 16 was talking about a wise man fearing and departed from evil, but the fool reject and is confident. Right? And then 26 says, in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, right? And 27 was like, the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life, right? So I feel like it was just like, the thing just hit me, and I was just like, God, I don't want to love my life until death. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be holding on to my life that when you, like, when you want to come and teach me your ways and teach me your thoughts, I will not, I will not be mm-hmm. like because I'm holding on to my own ways and yes. my own life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So the thing just wow. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, thing. Let's say your gist. Are <laughs> you have no gist too?
10, verse 1 to 13. But I'm just going to stop there. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, just in the same theme of, it's really been on my heart, like the fear of God and just how it is possible for these people to have drank of Christ mm -hmm. at a time when Christ has, had not come in the flesh. Mm -hmm. And yet, it goes on to say that most of them, for most of them, God was not well pleased. Yeah. So, okay. you know, that's really just Oh my God. That's hmm. just this is, praise God. These are some of the things that you know we don't really share too much here, so we don't. But I you know in 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 the book of Peter, Peter said that if the righteous scarcely be saved, <laughs> so it is scarce for even the righteous to be saved. You know, you know what that means. Uh, you know, to be a righteous man means that you're you're hearing Christ, you're loving Christ, you're following Christ. But to, he was talking about the end salvation. Meaning that salvation of the soul, meaning the end of learning Christ. So why you are still journeying in following Christ? After a while you can stop. Do you get me? After a while you can resist it. So this is why we have to be humble. We have to be meek as we are following this journey. And the greatest thing to, to help meekness is fear. Oh boy, we should fear God. Just raw fear. Just fear Him. <laughs> Do you get me? Just real fear. Just reverence God. Just fear God. Reverence God. Amen. Uh, it, it needs to be. It needs to be reverence. You know, God is actually like a baby. Hmm? He, he refers to himself that way when he was talking about who is the greatest in the kingdom. They brought a little child. They say who who are. Say except you be converted and be as little children. He said that was plural. Little children. And I say who is now the greatest? Now took one little child. That one is a, that's a different dimension. So you can be children like, so childlike, but you still have your own thing somewhere. You're still diverse. Mm -hmm. But little child is one. They don't have their own thing. They have, it's, just, it's just God that's left. Mm -hmm. Amen. So it means his own nature is almost like that. His own personality. So they have to train us to fear a lamb. Uh -huh. You don't by nature fear a lamb. <laughs> Do you get me? They have to deal with your nature. And give you a divine nature that can be afraid of a lamb. Mm -hmm. Because the lamb is God. Yeah. That, that lamb is actually the true nature of God. The reason why he is a lion is just to manage creation. His true nature. In Revelation chapter 5. They say the lion of the tribe of Judah prevailed. And I say, okay, let's look at this lion. Let's go and find, let's see him. And also a lamb that was slain. It means that's his true essence, his true nature. Yeah. So they must have dealt with you to fear that kind of being. So by the time you get to him, you are not just saying, oh, is this, is this it? Is this God? No, you are in reverence. You are in honor. You are loving. And then you are in fear. The fear of the Lord is indeed the beginning of wisdom. Actually, let me tell you the truth. It's the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the prerequisite to salvation. It is what will keep you in line. For the journey of salvation because i will not lie to you times will come where you'll be you'll be tempted out of the journey some of us can already attest to that times will come where there'll be trials that will be t you they will almost want you to de uh, denounce god do you get me you know sometimes you can vent sometimes me i'll vent i'll get i'll say all that is in my heart do you get me but don't leave it like that <laughs> After you finish venting, you still see me. Sometimes you don't have those attacks. If I come for meeting, I'm invented. <laughs> when I come to meeting, I am obeying God. I'm, you know, reverence. 
I will not come and now misbehave because we I just had an issue. <laughs> That's fear. You get me. Amen. That's reverence. Uh to play our role and do what God wants us to do. Amen. Amen. Well, these are some deep, deep thoughts that we are sharing, to be honest. Uh, uh Amen. Amen. Praise so God is God is God is really dealing with us in some deep ways. Amen. A uh, blessing. Are you ready for us? Hmm? Oh, you're not ready? I should come back to you? Okay, alright, I should go back to you. Who wants to go next? You can go next? I forgot where I go. Go ahead. Ah, who? And it's in many. Okay, let's go there. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter four. Yes, yes, yes. So he, he, he told me that, and you know, 
Rafemi said something to confirm that. And there was a day you were praying, and it just came to me, and you just laid hands on my head, and you were just praying for understanding. Hmm. And I'm like, how did this morning? <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but then, after last week, Thursday, when we discussed, when like, Twitter just opened up, and yeah. it was just like, waters and waters, yeah. and everything. I felt back in my secret place as well. Okay. Because this week, I did a series of praying, and... You know, at some point I was like, oh, this is not to continue to be like, and my guest kid are running away, like, how is this so much? Because I was in a particular study, then it led to another one, then I started comparing to the future, and I started explaining it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was how my week went. Wow, wow. There's this song I love, uh, Ocean. So, do you remember? Uh, Okay, so let me just mind this song, is it all that? Um, yes. Yes. I will call upon your name. Yeah. I am young and you are mine. I love that song. You see that uh, that song you know it talks about that those waters, oceans that God just trusting God. Yeah, just trusting, letting loose and flowing is like it's almost like surfing. When you see surfers, how they surf on waters. That's almost how our soul needs to be in trusting God. Um, if a surfer missteps, he's gone. You get me, but then they have this. They've learnt that wave, that confidence. There is a trust, a faith. So um, we just need to trust God, and um, and trust God more to allow us to float on His waters, on His oceans. Because these things, is, you know, the Bible calls the Word of God waters. It literally is an ocean. It literally is because it's many. So and that one, whenever somebody is facing an ocean, there's fear. He's like, hey, I will drown. That's the fear. I will drown in this thing. I can't handle it. I'm running away. Really. All those things, the fears come. But uh, we take, Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Yes. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you may love me. Take me deeper than my face can ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you will call me. Take me deeper than my sweet That song is actually one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Actually, because the song came out when I started hearing it, it was about when I was facing this, this similar issue. Yeah. So the thing just, it was too timely. It's like God gave them the song for me. There you go. 
Let's go trust the waters because that was the thing I remember in 2010, about I was in a church in Calgary. I remember House of David, Pastor Boston, within Christian Church. Uh, uh, when I was, I used to visit Calgary a lot. My brother lives in Calgary. And in one of those meetings, one of those church services, um, then I'd already been exposed to Hagen, Kenny Hagen, so I was getting loving spiritual things. And so I saw a vision. And the vision, it was like I was with the Lord, Jesus, and then Jesus told me to jump. So I saw there was like waters, like a rushing waters, like a river of waters. I was looking at the waters, like, <laughs> it would take me. And I was just thinking, let it take me, sir. It's the Lord. So I jumped, and it was, you know, initially, it's like trying to get yourself. But later, you know, it's a flowing river. The things that are flowing me to places, it became a strength to me. It became my backbone that was leading me to places. So that was a vision I had around that time when I was dealing with these things, this kind of similar thing. So praise God, the Lord will strengthen you and the Lord has already strengthened you already. Uh, trust, you are brethren as well. Amen. Let's trust God. Amen. Uh, blessing, are you ready for us? Yes. Okay. So just so just, just Yes, just how you are. Just to believe uh, what you've been studying in the scriptures. Uh, what do you think about hearing some of these things that you've been hearing in this place? How has God been helping you with some of them? Or are there places that you're not understanding, that you're struggling with? Um, <laughs> not exactly. I mean, it's been very... Um, the entire message has been very revealing. Okay. It's been a long time since I went to like fellowship. So yeah. It's, it's, very, it's, a, it's a new experience for me. Awesome. Um, so this week has been pretty. Uh, I was like a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. For me. Um, spiritually, very. Okay. Up and down. Okay. And, um, I had like this verse that, that was very concurrent in my head and the first time I actually heard it was I think about 15 years ago oh, wow. and my okay. sister actually did it for um, the presentation at our church okay Korea. yeah uh, it's um, Romans 12 verse 19 ah it's, okay let's go there is mine, says the Lord yeah. okay so I don't know why but it's been very uh, concurrent in okay. my head and yes. then also um, this other one that I I was talking about the Romans 12 as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, James 1, verse 19 and 20, when it says, Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to hear, hmm. slow to speak, slow to take offense, and to get angry. Hi. And then 20 says, For man's anger does not promote the righteousness God wishes and requires. Yes, yes. So, um, this being that I had like a very, I probably say it's mortal's week, it's like, that was something that was very, that was a reminder to me because I 
when I get actually stressed out yeah. or like so many things are happening in my life, yeah. like, I just bottle it up and then I snap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that has been like something that has you know, good. a reminder to like, you know, just okay. be still, you know, God is handling everything. Yes, you know, yes. Sometimes it's hard to believe. Yes. But yeah, it's been like a concern. Like, Praise God. Hallelujah. I have a message for you as you're just speaking. I, I, just, I was just told to say some things to you, to explain some of these scriptures to you. That God has, for what it means, what God is trying to tell you. That Romans chapter 12, when it says, Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. And actually, as, as they're explaining it, it's what you read in James chapter 1, verse 19. That's what it means. Uh, God wants you to uh, submit whatever pain, whatever things that you feel that is you're going through, submit it to Him. Whatever offense may have been in your life, maybe around people, I don't know who it is, take it to Him. You get me? And f- to free your own soul. So he says, I want to take ownership of it. Vengeance is mine. Let me, let me handle the judgment of whatever has been wrong, wronged you or whatever pain you are going through. But I want you to focus on hearing. That's the message for you. Yeah, I want you to focus on hearing and building up yourself in your most holy faith. That's the message that the Lord has for you. Yeah, so submit those things to God. Because let me tell you, those things will be a hindrance to what, to your growth, to your hearing. How do I know? When Jesus was taking a, teaching about faith, he said, if that behave in my heart and say to this mountain, be that removed, eh? and be that removed, and you doubt not in your heart, what you ask shall be given unto you. Then he now added a caveat that if adventure you go to the altar and you have not forgiven somebody, maybe you are carrying some offense in your heart, you have not forgiven somebody, Leave, don't give the offering. Go and settle the dispute. Then come and... So it means that uh, those things, offenses, unforgiveness, some of those things are hindrances to your faith, to your next level, to your next growth. So the Lord is saying to you to uh, release whatever it is to Him. Let Him be the one to do the judgment. And you be the one to open yourself up to Him so that He can build you up in faith. That's the message I have in my heart for you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Chichi, you're smiling. <laughs> it's like you're suspecting that coming to your lips. <laughs> uh, are you ready? Oh, uh, Ginny. Okay, Ginny, go first. And then Chichi. Okay. There's also some other easy way out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Or is this something that if I want to discuss one on one with me? Mm-hmm, that's fine. It's like, fine. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I just you know also like when you're just going let's open myself. That's fine. Okay. Like when you're getting to sometimes I feel like you can have a quarter. I'm having a quarter midlife crisis. <laughs> okay. In the sense that when when you get to a certain age and people are like disturbing you and oh. and like it's like and also when you've never experienced something, it just becomes like I was getting worried. Okay. Like, yes. Too, yes. So like that whole <laughs> worship session of last week, like Hi. I feel like, and this is something that 
has bothered my mind a lot. Like many times I'll be my mind will be everywhere. Like, oh where who is this who is this where is this person's kind of suffering? Yes, yeah. But like I feel like God really helped me. I'm going to tie it into something probably. Yeah. But like God really helped me last week to see that Jesus Christ Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. The husband of my youth. Yes. Yes. The husband yes. of my youth is my inheritance. Wow. wow. Like that is like Every other thing is like like Jesus is his mind and his yes. nobody can take exactly that nobody right yeah. and yeah and like also like I guess I'll just add this this is yeah. also what I wanted to say those like last two life meetings something really happened to me like the devil was putting so many thoughts in my head mm-hmm. so many worries so many things about like not just now now I'm talking about generally like yes. pertaining to different things it was just a a whole hmm. lot of yeah so many yeah. things and i had to go upstairs because i was just overwhelmed yes and i and god sent for me to talk to me like wow. i just feel like god established something in my heart and and he has really been helping me since after then like something i feel like god is god is telling me and god is trying to tell me is that you are you are careful for so many things hmm. so, so many things, things. but one thing is, is needful mm. and one thing will sort out every, every other thing right, right? so like and she, she, you, she showed me that she really focused on listening to messages and all that which is yes. what I'm trying to do now and I find that it's really coming my heart and setting like God is the one that has all power all right. I cannot do anything right yes, so yes. regardless of all my words I can't do anything mm. so like God is really showing me that one thing is needful and it can't be taken away from me and that that one thing is going to handle every other everything as god wishes and as it pleases so yeah that's that praise god thank you jesus you give him all the praise all right uh Chichi, go ahead uh, i don't know where to start from but i feel like for me over the course of quarantine and um i was you know, like, I think before quarantine, we started talking about commandments and, like, if you love me, mm-hmm. you obey my commandments. And then I started getting scared, like, mm-hmm. I was, I don't know how to explain, but, like, I started getting scared in a way that, like, oh, what if I feel good? Oh. What if I don't come to these commandments? What if I don't, like, like, do I, and I started asking myself, do I really love God? Because there are just a lot of things that God told me to do, then I will not do, and I will just give it to do, because, mm-hmm. and I feel like God has been teaching me vulnerability, just mm-hmm. to be open with Him, especially, like, when, um, you have infirmities, or, like, they're exposing things to you, and I'm the type of person that I try to hide like things and uh-huh. put it and I and from God like I can be like oh yeah yeah I'm cool with God like God knows everything but there are just some places that I just don't let God touch, touch because yes. I just don't want to be vulnerable enough uh-huh. or I just don't want God to find full expression in me in those areas. Yeah. So I found that like so you are still hiding some things. <laughs> um even yeah. when God is like telling me to surrender, to like give things up, I still I like I still have that fear of oh um what if I fail, what if I do this? Like I don't want to be like a failure. You know how they're like oh people that um 
look back and all that kind of stuff. So, and then I feel like God has just been teaching me mercy. Like, um, sometimes, like, when I pray or something like that, or if I'm listening to, like, messages, like, there's just a way that mercy, like, God's mercy in terms of, like, um, his blessings, not, like, forgiveness, like, the other aspect of mercy, just, like, that whole, like, desire mercy more than sacrifice, like, there's mm-hmm. just a way that that just keeps coming to me, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so I feel like I'm just, like, all I've just been praying and asking for is just for for me to be a merciful being, like, mm-hmm. which ties back to the Beatitudes, like, it's, I feel like, one, like, one time God took me through the Beatitudes, but mm-hmm. I've just been so stuck, like, I've been stuck there because it's just, like, a lot to uncover. Yes, yes, oh, it's a lot. Out of, but out of the, the like, the, all the Beatitudes, the two things that um, stand out to me is, like, when God is, like, Blessed are those that are um, merciful for they shall obtain mercy. mercy. Yeah. And um, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm. And all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's just me learning. And then Femi sent me a book about love. And I feel like that has just been convicting me about a lot of things concerning love towards like, God and towards the brethren. So mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, just like vulnerability and... Yes, that's very important. Yeah, praise God. We give God praise. Thank you, Jesus. Femi, just us small too. Just just bless us. Okay. I've been enjoying um, everybody. Um... Uh, I don't really have much to say in my own life. It's just uh, recently my um, study life has really changed. Um, uh, you know, there are just some things that you never thought were there that they find mm-hmm. their way out and you say, wow, this thing is in me. Especially mm-hmm. around the area of ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when for so long I felt like Ministry means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Until the Lord started showing me some of my disposition towards ministry that can actually hinder me from conforming. Mm-hmm. So you can pay so much attention to it, mm-hmm. so much that conformity will be disturbed. Mm-hmm. You get so so the Lord started addressing it and the Lord started addressing lowliness, mm-hmm. meekness, mm-hmm. humility. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, even the way you compare your mini, your 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 the grace upon your life with another person's grace, mm-hmm. you get, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, even if you 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 feel a better expression, you should not agree that you are better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that all those dispositions of the heart, mm-hmm. like even if you are you can, it is glaring that you are better, don't agree with that idea that you are better. Mm-hmm. You know, all those yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Um, they, they hinder, they hinder because if you check it properly, once you are saying that you are better, it means that you are, to yourself, you are getting full. Mm-hmm. And once you are full, you cannot be filled. You cannot be filled, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. So you see that they start, you, when you start seeing yourself like that, and you know, and that now realizing, I started realizing the fact that even ministering, I'm not so excited about the game. Mm-hmm. Because now, um, you know, when they say, blessed are those that mourn. 
Mm-hmm. They are more, you know, that state of money. I think that's where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Where the only thing I'm seeing right now is how God can deal with the man within. Mm-hmm. You know, how God can can actually transform that man within. Mm-hmm. The darkness is. If you check several Corinthians chapter four verse eleven, he says, after having we have received mercy, to, uh, mercy for ministry, for this ministry, we have denounced hidden things of dishonesty. You get, you know, some there are hidden things of dishonesty that you can use revelation to cover. To cover, yeah. You get by virtue of the fact that you have revelation, you can play around those yes, yes, dishonesty, yes, yes. and your conscience cannot dis- you not disturb you again mm. because you just have knowledge to play it around. And the Lord is making those things stand out. Mm-hmm. That yes, even though there are revelations to push this thing down, I want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You get, and those things are there. And I realize the fact that even those things that are important to me are no longer important to me. Don't even sometimes, like when I went to minister in Calgary, I just wanted to minister and get done with it. Mm-hmm. You know that state of hardness, yes, yes. no longer attachment. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and I started realizing the fact that. That is the state that God actually wants a man to get to. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And sometimes, you know, because of the teachings of scriptures, man child company becoming a son, mm. sons of God. Mm. You know, we, we see ourselves there and mm-hmm. we are craving for that stature. Mm-hmm. We are craving for that. And the Lord starts asking you that is this sonship you are looking for with me? Mm-hmm. You get? Because you can be so much attached to sonship that you're not seeing me anymore. Yes, yes, yes. You get? And you know, all those places. Yeah, and you know, especially if you check the body right now, the message of sonship is coming out so much. Mm-hmm. The message of revelation, you know, revelation of you know power of manifestation of sons of God, you know, that thing is coming out so much. And the Lord is not taking my eyes away from me that uh, even though you should be a son, but actually it is me you are looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That you know. So I, I have a lot to say, but let me just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, you started. So the Lord is now the Lord is now taking my attention away from even the stature we want to attain mm-hmm. to actually if this is where God because this is God. Mm-hmm. If this is where He wants you to remain. You should love Him there. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't even want you to go further from where you are right now, mm-hmm. can you accept that because he is God? Mm-hmm. And just embrace God that way. That and just way. love God from there. Mm-hmm. That even even if there's no reward for your journey, can you love God there again? Mm-hmm. Even when they say there's no reward. Mm-hmm. You know, those state of mind. So at the end of the day, I realize that I'm throwing some things out of the window mm-hmm. these days. I think that's just where I am right now. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for even this session. We give you praise for what you have done. Thank you for edifying iron sharpening iron. Thank you because we have learned from one another. We've been getting given instructions, we've been given courage. Father, we give you praise. I commit every word that has been spoken here that the Holy Ghost even upon and out to our hearts. Uh, may you teach us more, may you clarify, may you bless us, may you increase us inside in the name of our Lord Jesus. May you give us strength and faith to go through and pass this journey, enter these waters, obey, learn, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all for opening up your hearts. You know, I know it takes a little bit of vulnerability to do that, but I feel we're going to be doing this maybe a bit more frequently. Um, not every week, obviously. Maybe as time, as time is coming again, we'll just be as led. Let me just pray that way.
we'll just be having an inter- interactive session like this. The reason why I'm shy to do it is because I know my people. People are also very shy. <laughs> I have to be calling people's names to do it. So that's the reason why I don't do it very often at all. I, probably, I don't know like the last time we did it. But I think it's a good thing, as you can see, that we do it. So we'll try and be doing it as the Lord, the Spirit leads. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, well, I, I'm not excluded. Let me share my own tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was going to watch. I don't know where she, she is as well. Um, so, um, during the the course of the week and these past few weeks, for me, it's just been it's just been about those little details of um, the will of God. Really, that's what has been. That's what God has been just zeroing in on in my life, and. The thing is that I've come to, in a sense, to understand God's will in my life. And I know what the demand it takes. What God, the will of God actually does take your life. In a sense that, and let me just say, I'm just saying the truth. Um, like, the, when I mean the, I mean the perfection of the will. You get, that's the reason why he portioned it out for us to do. But what God has been teaching me and been showing me is that, he wants me to live that life, that real life. Mm-hmm. And the way I've been seeing it is that if I live that real life, there's, 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 there's almost no more, much more space for anything else. Uh-huh. The way I see it is that it's almost like if I give myself to the real, to the real life, both good, acceptable, perfect, all is real, um, there's going to be minimal space for other things and when I mean those other things I mean just simple things like you know watching movies you know, those kind of simple things things that I are into watching my soccer you know those little things little little foxes that are in my life that I, I'm just beginning to see that some of those things have to begin to drop to give myself fully to God's will and actually it's, it's actually the wisdom of how God crafted it because he wants to the will of God he says so that's where the will of God abided forevermore it means that the way God crafted His will demands that everything that is not that is of darkness dies mm. when you are coming into the perfection of His will. Mm. Amen. So it's almost like the end of the journey. Let me just pray that way. So it's something that we are moving towards. We are moving towards gradually on how to how to perfect, do God's will even more and more perfectly. So it's just what God has been showing me. Um, in the, I guess in the level I am at, this is where what is trying to bring me into, in perfecting the will, and I'm seeing the demand of it, of how it clears away all those excesses that is that is in my life. So it, it's becoming more clear. You guys say write the vision and make it plain. It's now plain. Uh-huh. So it's not a matter of whether I'm going to do it or not. Uh, but God will help me God will help all of us in Jesus name Amen Amen. are you with me today Uh, I'm just going to we're going to share a very short message Um, it's titled how to deal with your thought life Amen Uh, short I don't think we can finish it but just just a little just a little just a little blessing from the scripture of how to deal with your thought life Amen. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Can we see Isaiah chapter 55? 
That's stuff from there. From verse 7, somebody can help us read. Mm -hmm. That's fine. 7 to, let's say 11. 11, yeah. 7 to 11. Yes. the wicked forsake his way, mm -hmm. the unrighteous man his thoughts. Oh, wonderful. But he return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and nor are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. I sent it, please, in the name of the Lord. This is some awesome scriptures. Amen. Amen. What, so, verse 7, what's the, the issue with the wicked man? No, no, no. The wicked man, ways. So it's the ways of a man that make you call him wicked. So meaning actions. You did, so when you do action, like evil, they call you a wicked man. But they don't call a man whose thoughts are evil, wicked. Or whose thoughts are righteous, wicked. They call him unrighteous. You see the difference? They call him unrighteous. Amen. Wicked men are very clear to know. You know, we know all those people, all those dictators, rulers, evil men. We know them. They kill people. Do you get me? But unrighteous men are difficult. Unrighteous men are, is, are challenges. Unrighteous men, the height of unrighteous man is the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Who men like on the outside. He's not wicked. He's on the outside. But inside, he's, 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 he has perfected unrighteousness. Amen. Amen. Now, if they say the problem with it, your thoughts is unrighteousness. The unrighteous man, his thoughts. Then what's the solution to thoughts? Right, unrighteousness was the opposite of unrighteousness. Righteousness. Amen. Meaning righteous thoughts are what will deal with unrighteous thoughts. It's very clear. So righteous thoughts is what will deal with what? Unrighteous thoughts. Amen. Amen. What will deal with unrighteous thoughts is what? So when an unrighteous man is forsaking his thoughts, you know, there's no, is there, has there gone a day you are not thinking? <laughs> so if somebody, they tell you to drop your thoughts, you say, okay, how am I going to drop it? I'm, th I'm always thinking something. It means that when they say, let the unrighteous man forsake his thoughts, if the only way for him to forsake his thoughts is if he's learning a new thought. Am I communicating? Mm -hmm. It's only is when is what? Yes. Learning a new thought. Huh. Mm -hmm. So the the challenge with our thought life is that we have no control over it. Mm -hmm. It's a unseen realm. Mm -hmm. You can't wake up and say, I'm not thinking this thought anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know what you can do? You can paint a new thought. 
by virtue of what you are hearing, that would walk with the other thoughts. Is that many people we lose in our thought life because with the solution to the thought life, when we are losing in our thought life, we don't feel like tuning into that solution. How many of us, when we are losing in our thought life, feel like hearing a message, feel like praying, feel like opening your Bible? Are you seeing that? It means that the reason the thought, not that thought, all those thoughts are enemies. The enemy of those thoughts is what the solution is. Amen? Amen. So that's why when those thoughts are there, the feeling that the thoughts bring is for you not to go to the solution. Mm-hmm. Come on, am I communicating? <laughs> the, 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 the thoughts has a sword. What's the sword? Don't go. It gives you a feeling not to go to your solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all discussed here. But we'll come back to 55. Let's see Romans chapter 1. 16, 17. We'll come back to Isaiah 55, then we'll go to Colossians 3. It won't take too, too long. Amen. Amen. This is where the warfare is. Verse 16. Huh? Romans 1, 16. Just pause. This is where the warfare is. Do you get me? Every time that you are not battling against thoughts that are coming as a wave against you, you are succumbing to them. Because no, nobody... See, let me tell you, if those, as those thoughts are coming as waves, if you don't bring another wave as against it, it will, there's, no, there's no resistance. you get me? Amen. You see that interaction between Jimmy and Onyolua? It was waves. And she, she went to stay somewhere and there was no resistance. The solution to the waves was here. But the waves, the sword of the waves will tell you to go and go out. Then, but God sends his own wave. Amen. You are an instrument. You were an instrument that was used that hour for that day. But God can God uses instruments not so but yes instruments so someone god will send another word another way it's good to be around brethren to be honest it means that your solution is just next door if you if you enclose yourself away what will happen you are enclosing yourself away from solution because sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't have the strength in each sense to fight the, the wave of thought. You need somebody to come and talk to you. Amen. Amen. Until, in fact, one of the, the, the days you start knowing that you are closer to eternal salvation is when you are able to muster up strength to war with thoughts. Yes, Jehovah, the man of war. When you are becoming a man of war, that's when you know you are getting closer to salvation. And that war is thought, thought war. So as you are journeying, you will find that there are some times where there are lapses, where you will have waves of thoughts attack you, and you by yourself, you don't have the energy to resist them. You don't have the energy to cook up how to go to the scripture, how to ex- exercise what we use to war against them. So that's why in those areas, God will tell you, be with, hang out, stay with your brethren. 
in those times, God will send a brother to give you wave. What the person will just give you sword against sword. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So, read for us Romans 1 16. Hold on, Kemi. Are you not there? Are you there? Oh. I just wanted to open it. Okay. <laughs> okay, blessing. Go ahead. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Okay, 17. For daring is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, it just shall live by faith. So for daring, so inside this package called the gospel, this word of Christ is what? Righteousness revealed. So it's a flowing thing. It's a continuous thing. And when it's flowing, it's thoughts. It, it paints images that formulate thoughts. Am I communicating somebody? There's something the word of Christ, the revelation of his word does. My, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Meaning you are saying they are thoughts. Thoughts are life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thoughts is your thoughts that what informs what you do next. The thoughts that prevail in your soul. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. Hear me. The thoughts that prevail in your soul determines your next decision making. Mm-hmm. Not so? Let's say you are trying to think, I'm thinking, should I go to the grocery store or should I not? Maybe I should go tomorrow. You know, you just decided your life as a result of that thinking process. So, thoughts are life. Amen? Amen. So, thoughts can be thoughts towards death or thoughts can be thoughts towards life that leads to life. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, remember, what was the the answer to unrighteous thoughts. Righteous thoughts. And how is righteousness coming? Revealed. Uh, from faith to faith. In from where? The flow of the gospel of Christ. Meaning the flow of the word. The raining down of the word. The rain. Revelation. The flow of the gospel of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Well, now let's let's see back in Isaiah fifty-five. It's there. Well, when he began to talk, that's why I told us to read to verse eleven. You will see how that flow is from verse nine to eleven. You see it. Amen. Watch this. Go ahead, Evan Green. Okay. For for the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than Now, what is the demarcation? For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so there's distance, there's height distance. Mm-hmm. So, the next statement he begins to make is making correlation. So, he's talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see verse 10. For as the rain comes down and the snow... So, rain comes down, comes down. Where is it coming down from? From a high place. Are you seeing the same correlation? Rain, as rain comes down from where? From a high place. So, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts than your thoughts. So, God's thoughts are here. Rain comes down from here. Heavens are here. We are here. Our thoughts are here. Do you see that? Now, continue. Um, and do not return there. 
but water the earth and make it bring forth and blood, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. Now so shall the word be that go forth from my word from my mouth. Yes. So the, the words that go forth from my mouth are from where? From a high place too. Mm-hmm. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Then also the words as the rain. So it's correcting words to rain. Revelation, flow, flow of water. Is flowing down in heavenly from heavenly places in Christ Jesus, spiritual blessings flowing down to us as revealed righteousness. Who is with me today? As revealed what? Righteousness is a flow, is righteousness, but it's coming out as words. But what do they form? Thoughts. Because where did they come from? Those words coming out from his mouth. For out of their mouth, abundance of the hearts. What happens to the mouth? The mouth speaks. And then as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So what is inside his heart? His thoughts. Praise the name of the Lord. His what? His thoughts. His what? Are you with me, somebody? Whose thoughts? His thoughts. God's thoughts. Is that not what Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 was talking about? 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He says, For eyes have not seen, heads has not heard, now as they have called to the hearts of man what God has prepared for them, for, for them who love him. But he has revealed them. Righteousness revealed. Are you seeing? It's the same thing. Revealed righteousness from faith to faith. For he has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For no man knoweth the mind of a man, save the spirit that is in the man. Same way no man knoweth the mind. What is in your mind? Your thoughts. So the same way no man knoweth the thoughts of God, except the spirit that is in God. The spirit of God. So what is teaching us, when he begins to reveal things to us, what are they bringing? Those words that are being spoken are to form something inside your soul. It's called his thoughts. And his thoughts are the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but mighty through God. <laughs> Amen. 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 Because they form something. Those thoughts, where was? So then, 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 let me just you how this thing operates. Amen. Let me just you how this thing operates. Am I communicating? Are we ready for gist? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, let's for, for the sake of example, imagine that I am that I am God. Right? I am God. I have, I have thoughts. After the abundance of my, my heart, my mouth speaks. As a man again, is that so it is. So every time I'm speaking, I'm speaking. What, what am I speaking? I'm speaking words. But those words are coming out of what I think. Am I communicating? Now, those words are going to you. If you receive those words into your heart, drop by drop, rain by rain, after a while, what would they form? The same thoughts that brought the words. Aye. The same formation that brought the word, the word. You know, sometimes maybe there are sometimes that I'll give myself an example. There are sometimes that I'll just I'll just be preaching or be teaching one way. Someone will now tell me that ah, you're just behaving like Reverend K. <laughs> I didn't do it for a purpose. What happens is that I've listened to him a lot. <laughs> Amen. I've listened to him a lot. So some mannerisms will be like him. <laughs> huh? Is my father the Lord? I've listened to him a lot, so some minorities will be like him. Why? Because I've been hearing things that he has been saying by the Spirit, and they are forming something. What are they forming? Almost like the same, similar to what is being formed inside him. 
That's the wisdom of words and the wisdom of thoughts. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So are you seeing thought warfare? Amen. Are you seeing thought warfare? How, how, how do you wrestle thoughts? You will hear and hear and hear until new thoughts are formed. Praise the name of the Lord. So let me now tell you something. Let me now tell you a secret. Why? Amen. Let me now tell you a secret. Why? The why it appears that let me tell you see, why sometimes it appears that oh God will allow the enemy. Do you get me? Sometimes the enemy brings a wave of thoughts to your mind. To us, that sometimes resist, that are sometimes higher than maybe the revelation we have understanding of. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. So do you know what we now what God will now do in response? God will now have to bring another level of word that is higher to beat what the enemy has brought us thoughts. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Some of you have to go. Okay, praise God. Okay, praise God. We give God praise. Amen. So, the secret of winning the thought warfare is by the word. Thank you, Jesus. We give Him all the praise. I think we will continue this one, this line, in, in, in further times. Well, I, I, we've introduced it. Just want to paint that image. So when you are fighting thought warfare, it means that you, it, when, if you are suffering from it, it means that you need to do a bit more war with the world as against the thoughts and wrestle and exercise. And God will give us victory in Jesus' name. The Lord bless us. Bless us. The Lord bless you all. And we'll see again. We have Life Feast on Thursday. Our Pastor Femi will be ministering to us on Thursday. We'll be blessing us on Thursday. Uh, I want us all to be here. It's going to be an awesome time. God bless you. May we share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the sweet friendship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely His goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between.